Hello, and welcome to a podcast from the St. Raymond Nonatus Foundation for Freedom, Family, and Faith. This is Anne DeSantis, and I am joined by Caroline Godin. Caroline, it's great to have you here on this podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Caroline has been a guest on our other podcasting channel. It is called the Philly Nonatus SoundCloud channel. So before we start with this interview, I just want to mention to all of you to please subscribe because this wonderful person that's here with me on this podcast has done multiple audio podcasts on our SoundCloud channel. We are so grateful for Caroline for the work that she has done for us in the past. So thank you, Caroline. Thank you. I'd like to start out with her bio because Caroline is a Catholic author with three different publications. She is with Catholic Mom, Catholic 365, and also Epic Pew. She's a wife and mother and catechist from Massachusetts. And I'm very grateful because I met her actually through the Catholic 365 website when she wrote an article not too long ago, a couple years ago, mm -hmm. on something to do with Catholics and divorce. And it really caught my attention because obviously with this foundation, we've done a lot of work with those Catholics who are affected by divorce. And so her bio on the Catholic 365 website is that she is a, a cradle Catholic and a shepherd's girl. She and her husband are raising three amazing spunky kids. She's a freelance writer, a life coach, a catechist, and a martial arts enthusiast. She loves the outdoors and the world of Marvel. Her goal is sainthood, but her road is filled with her own blunders, as it is for many of us. Thank God for his grace. Perhaps one day she'll be the patron saint of ADHD or procrastination if she gets around to it. And if you want to read a lot of Caroline's articles on the Catholic 365 site, all you need to do is to go to Catholic 365 and just look up her name, Caroline Godin. So Caroline, it's so great to have you here with us. Um, tell us just a little bit about you and you know your wife, a mother from Massachusetts and what you do. Sure. So um, I, for a long time, almost 20 years, I worked in healthcare, and um, really only in the last couple of years, I started doing writing full time. So that kind of made me a stay home mom for the first time. And I've been able to focus a lot more on what God wants me to do. And um, my, my biggest aim has been to find something to do for him. So I've been doing um, more focused Catholic writing since then. I do have three children. I have two in high school and one in kindergarten. Um, so I have a little, a little bonus. Uh, so I'm right back into the elementary end of things. Uh, I've had been a catechist since 2011. So I am starting my 12th year as a catechist. Um, I've been doing the confirmation students the entire time and then all throughout that i've been doing various other grades as well um i am also a martial arts enthusiast i'm currently a black belt in taekwondo um my whole family is part of that my daughter is one of the teachers she's also she just got her second recommended um black belt so we are heavy into that we are an outdoors family we also well, when Outdoors Family, we're not watching Marvel movies. We are a fan of Marvel movies. Um, and yeah, just 
looking to see what God has next in store for me while I'm doing all this fun writing and sharing lots of experiences that I have. Yeah, it's been a joy to work with you. And I say work with her because, like I said, she has done multiple podcasts for us on our SoundCloud channel. And if some of you are wondering, like, what is the SoundCloud channel? You're watching this on YouTube. Obviously, we have two different channels for the St. Raymond Onatus Foundation. One is strictly audio podcast, and the other one are videos here on YouTube. Now, we do have some audios on the YouTube, too, because we just started to do more videoing on the YouTube channel. And for people who are new to us and maybe watching this for the first time, the St. Raymond Onatus Foundation for Freedom, Family, and Faith is a Mercedarian ministry founded in 2015 by the Mercedarian Religious Order. And we make outreach to all kinds of families who are in adversities and traumas. And when Caroline wrote that initial article back a couple years ago, when I read it, I said, this is a great person for us to interview. She wrote a really lovely article about people who are affected by divorce, Catholics specifically. And then since then, Caroline and I have done a lot of different series. Like we did one for first responders because, you know, first responders are police officers, our firefighters, our nurses, doctors. They are, can often be families in crisis. And Caroline has a lot of experience in that because she and her husband are first responders and they're involved in first responder coaching. And so we did a whole three part series on those families, you know, the families who make that outreach. We've also done a lot of ones for specific, like the different holidays of the year for Advent and Christmas and the Lenten season. So I just encourage you to go ahead and listen to some of those great ones because, you know, there's so many areas of families in crisis, aren't there? And Caroline, talk a little bit about your first responder coaching because I know that when we did that series, I really do truly believe that first responders can sometimes be those families who are going through really challenging times themselves, aren't they? Absolutely. They, um, there's such a high um, number of first responders that are going through trauma. First responders are the highest, have the highest likelihood for divorce and relationship issues. Um, most first responders, and this is a blanket statement, I don't have the actual numbers, but most first responders do have some sort of childhood trauma as well. Um, because very often someone who's gone through childhood trauma decides they want to go be the helper because there wasn't a helper there for them. And so we find, especially with the um, responders that we work with at first responder coaching, that they're trying to fill the gaps that they experienced in their own lives. So, um, so I work for first responder coaching. It's um, a grassroots organization. A friend of mine actually started up. She's the wife of a retired police officer. My husband was a firefighter and an EMT, and then also a 911 dispatcher. He's currently an ER nurse, a manager of the department now. And um, so I've, I've been involved in first responder life since 2001. Um, we have at first responder coaching, we, we focus on life coaching for first responders and all of our coaches and 98% of the, those involved are all part of first responder life. And, um, we recognize that first responders deal with the greatest amount of stress and trauma, whether it's secondary trauma 
you know, when it's someone else's trauma, but then it it's their experience with that that causes trauma to them. Um, or if it's relationship issues such as divorce or other family issues or um, everything from alcoholism to drug abuse, um, depression, you name it. There's so, so much and it goes unrecognized because first responders are going to be the type of people that don't want to ask for help because they're the helpers. So they shouldn't need to ask for help. That's, that's the mindset. So that's, that's where we come in to try to stomp that mindset out and say, no, you're, you are valued as well. You also need um, support. You're doing amazing work. And of course, I've learned a lot about you and your ministry and the things that you do. You're a very busy person, but you always make most time for your family, which I think is amazing. And the work that you're doing as a catechist in the church. Uh, and I always turn back to our mission here, which is families in crisis. And that's one reason why we connected, because I really saw in you that you understand that you do so much. Uh, talk a little bit about your work as a catechist. I know that you also know that in our in the church today that there are a great amount of families who just don't get it, unfortunately, and they are not really teaching and partaking in the mission of the church. Um, I didn't know if you wanted to address that because that certainly is a crisis, isn't it? A family crisis. It is. So what do you think is the antidote for people to kind of get back in and realize, you know what, I need to care about my faith, not only for my kids, but for myself too, and my family. Very true. Very true. So I know that um, not so many years ago, I guess it hasn't been that long, but they, they started launching the new evangelization, they call it. And in my mind, I always thought that was a strange phrase because I always just considered it evangelization just because it's evangelization. And I think that's really the piece that's missing in, um, in our faith community as a whole, like globally, there's a lot of, there's catechism that's available if someone goes out and gets it. Um, now, some parishes are much better at this than others, and and some church leaders are more effective than others. And, you know, so, but as a blanket statement, I would say that catechism is there. The Catholic Church is um, there if we go to it. And if we seek out this knowledge and decide to grow our faith, but one thing that's been missing, I feel, in our country over, you know, several decades has been evangelization. And it doesn't need to be hands in the air, um, rock concerts. Don't get me wrong. I do love a good Christian rock concert. But what what's missing is I've found over the last 12 years that the students that come into my 10th grade classroom and the Archdiocese of Boston, it's um, 10th grade that you get confirmed. I know that's different in other parts of the country. But for us, when I have 10th graders come in, so many of them don't understand the basics of catechesis because no one's really evangelized to them to tell them that God loves them, that they are a unique individual created for a purpose, that he's not going to let them down. And he, they just need to follow him in order to continue to gain hope in their lives and direction in their lives. And, and these are such basic things that we know that if you study the catechism, it's all spelled out right there. But people often think of the catechism as memorized prayers and, 
knowing the exact order of the liturgy and all the feast days. And I'm like, well, that's part of it too. But the biggest message, and, and Jesus tells us the biggest message is love God and love your neighbor. And, and if we're doing those things, the rest fall into place. If we have a hard time doing those things, we can follow all the rules and learn all of the, the tidbits of the catechism to help us do those things. So they, they plays off of each other. They're both important. But the students that I find that come into my classroom, one, one student wrote me a thank you note um, at the end of the year. Not the only one, but not a lot of them do this. And hers really stuck out. She said, after nine years of CCD class, this is the year where I finally learned something. And that blew me away because I thought, but they're learning something before the 10th grade CCD class, our religious education, but nothing ever stuck. No one ever looked them square in the eye and said, God loves you. You have a purpose. Follow him. He will continue to give you hope and direction in your life and he will never let you down. Like no one really drove that home. And that's the evangelization that I feel is so often missing. And if we could bring that to families, families as well, no matter what their situation is, I think that would really help build the faith in our country overall. Yes, yeah, so well said. And uh, and as I keep reiterating over and over again, if you kind of like the, the style of Caroline and the way that she catechizes because she's catechizing now on this on the video too uh, i would say please do go to that philly no not to soundcloud channel now you do have to download it some people will get there and say oh i don't know what to do well download it first like in other words sign in and then once you do that you can uh, like and subscribe to that channel too and please do with here at this one as well because we've done so many of these discussions right this is just this is an introduction i wanted to introduce all of you to caroline on this channel and it's going out to on our mailing list and saying hello to everybody there all the people that are following us on our our channels and um so you've helped a lot of people through these podcasts that you've been doing with us uh, now we talk a lot about all of those different crises and i know that original article that you wrote which i caught my eye was on divorce. And obviously you and I have done some talks about marriage and the importance of that relationship between husband and wife and the kids. Um, do you have any hints for people that are watching and thinking, you know, my family's in some kind of adversity right now. How do I stay close to my husband and my kids so that we don't fall into a bad place? Is there any little pieces of advice there? Well, I would say that the first, the first thing that I would recommend and everyone's situation is different but this is one that that everyone can start with is um look inward to god and and if you need to shout at him and ugly cry or or be angry that's cool god can handle that he can take your anger um but but take that time take that time to look inward and and it's not about blaming yourself and it's not about woe is me. And, you know, if you need to have those emotions, that's cool. Don't unpack and live there. Just go through that if you need to go through that for a little bit. But then start to say, what, what am I doing to be loving? And am I being loved in this relationship? Because both of those are important. 
Because if you're the one doing all of the loving and doing all of the sacrificing, but you're not feeling it in return, you you might need um, you might need to pray about that um, because you are deserving of love as well. Now, there's different personalities that come into play. People have different perspectives, and sometimes we need to find a way to come outside of our perspective to see if there's something we're missing. Or if there's, you know, a misunderstanding in, you know, you saw it this way, they saw it this way. So having a mediator is um, is really helpful as well. And and don't don't dismiss any of those ideas. Really allow yourself to think over those things if you're running into conflict. Um, a great opportunity to go get some help without having to shell out for a therapist, especially therapists are really hard to get um, because there's always a wait list. But if you want, you can always go to your parish priest. Um, to be honest, you don't even have to be Catholic to go ask for a parish priest um, for some help because they're they're there to counsel the people in their community. It You know, you don't have like a Catholic card that you need to show to be like, hey, I need your help. Here's my card. I'm valid. No, that's that's not what it's about. It's about reaching out to all of the community. A conversation is free. So always feel free to do that. And I know St. Raymond does a great job with their ministry as well. And I know they have priests on call for the same. Yeah, that's right. That was in my head. <laughs> you, you knew that. You knew that. But that's wonderful for you to mention that because we have priests available in specific areas of the United States. And that would be Pennsylvania, Western New York. Florida and Ohio, Columbus and Cleveland, Ohio, because they're where the Mercedarians are. So there's an awful lot of people who reach out to us who are not in those areas. They're in California, they're in uh, other sections of the United States and even beyond sometimes. So yes, it's a great idea that Caroline said to contact the local parish. And, and if you don't know the priest there, I mean, Go to another one. I mean, if you feel more comfortable going someplace else, you can always do that. You can call your diocese, but that's highly recommended. And as I say a million times, don't forget to make your free pastoral appointment with us at nonatis.org on our website, where you can get the phone call, the Zoom call, whatever works for you. Or if you're in those cities that I mentioned, you can get the one that's in person. So Caroline, uh, as we're kind of heading a little bit toward the end of the podcast, I wondered, is there anything that you want to share with our audience in terms of like what the future is in, in your life? I know that you're working on doing a lot more writing and in a professional sphere too. So please share with us about that so people can connect with you. Sure. Um, so I am looking to expand uh, my writing um, I'm doing a lot of work with first responder coaching right now. We're expanding there as well. Um, as my kids get older, um, I'm looking to uh, find just more writing gigs and in whatever is available there. Um, we're thinking of possibly starting up a youth ministry. I did a youth ministry about 10 years ago. Um, it didn't get off the ground too much, but you know, we have different set of people, congregation changes. So we're going to try again. So hopefully um, we can get another youth ministry going. Um, and that's kind of, you know, just a day at a time in my life. 
Yes, because when you're the mom of kids that are, say, under, and I believe your oldest is about 15 now? or Yes, she is. That's right. Okay, 15. And then two younger ones. I mean, she's a busy person. So we're, we're super grateful for you. I, I wanted to read some of the titles on your Catholic 365 site just so that people can check it out. You have, uh, we have our Faith Formation at Home series, which right now we're taping this in late September 2023, but on the Filling or Not to SoundCloud channel, we're in the middle of that faith formation at home. We also did one on teaching children about the Eucharist, teaching your children about Mary. And of course, we did the Tough as Nail series, the Marriage Resiliency for Catholic First Responders. And we did a lot more than that too. So, I mean, I'm just read, I just read a few of them. But if you go to her site, and like I said, she's an author with epicpew.com and also catholicmom.com. And I'm, a, I'm a, an author on those sites too, in case anybody wants to read some of my articles as well. Did you have any final words before we end this podcast? Um, I don't. I've really enjoyed working with you, Anne. And I think, um, I think there's a lot more work to be done in both of our areas. And I look forward to seeing where God brings us. So do I. So do I. There's been so much that we've done in the past, but the future is bright. And we are doing this video because I would like to start to incorporate more of Caroline's podcast with me here on the YouTube channel. Please don't forget to subscribe to the Philly No Notis YouTube channel. So I'd like to say God bless all of you. Thank you again, Caroline, for joining us. Of course, my pleasure. And we will see all of you next time here on the Philly No Notis YouTube channel. Connect with nonatus.org to learn about our prayer, priestly consultations, podcasts and videos, and programs and events. God bless. Artist Foundation for Freedom Artist Foundation for Freedom, Family and Faith was founded in 2015 by the Mercedarian Religious Order with a mission to make pastoral outreach to families in crisis. The friars came together after attending the World Meeting of Families in Philadelphia with hopes of creating a foundation for families and individuals who have faced tough times and need to know that the church cares and is there to help. Since that time when we were founded, the foundation has helped hundreds of families by offering prayer, priestly consultations, podcasts and videos, and programs and events. Whether it is something to do with divorce or separation, trauma, job loss, loss of a loved one, relationship issues or other crisis, the foundation has seen lives transformed through the services we provide. Pope Francis has referred to our world as a field hospital, where there are a great deal of individuals and families who feel abandoned and they need the special outreach of those who truly care and wish to show the face of God to others. As a foundation, that is what we do every day, and we're grateful to people like you who help to make a difference for families in crisis. Please pray for us and for our mission would you consider a one-time or recurring gift? Please go to nonatus.org to donate. Thank you sincerely from all of us at the St. Raymond Nonatus Foundation for Freedom, 
family, and faith.